This episode of STC Pod brought to you by the Berry Game Exchange. That's all you got? No, I'm going to put in our music. <laughs> oh, I'm going to come back. <laughs> Whose music? Our music. We have music? Yeah, the Firebush. Berry Game Exchange, Canada's largest and longest-running video game and geek culture trade show. Next one is Sunday, September 15th, 2019, starting at 11 a.m. for early birds. That admission is $10. Regular admission is $5, and that runs from 12 till 4. It's at the Eastview Arena, 453 Grove Street East in Barrie. 140-plus tables of video games, accessories, Board games, vintage toys, geek art, and so much more. For all your information, go to berrygameexchange.ca. Wow, that's pro, dude. Pro. That's it. I'm done. Wow, that's it. Yeah, podcast over. Time to pull my pants down. <laughs> oh, Wow. I don't even know where how to follow that well, kind of uh, professionalism. I can sometimes I can try. Wow, that is something else. Well, <sighs> I'm exhausted. Welcome, welcome everybody to episode 244. 244 of STC Pod. You start to continue podcast. That's one away from a quarter of, of a million a, dollars. Of a million. It's crazy. Crazy time. Oh, I gotta take some notes here. What did you say? 244? Okay. Two forty-four. Two forty-four. The uh, uh, the only podcast in the Cartridge Club family to continue to pile up the milestones. To continue to pile up milestones. Well, no, Polykill's got a milestone coming up mm. in about uh, four weeks. Uh, what what milestone is that? Mm. Is it 69? 69. I remember when we did 69. Mm. I just listened to the latest one too. Our 69 was live as well. Look, Polykill has enough accolades. Oh, no, no, sorry. 69. They talked about episode 69. Uh, they just did episode 98. Ooh, so they're, they're two away from 100. Sorry. Holy moly. That's what Holy was. moly. Congratulations, Polykill. Not yet. <laughs> I'm just, I guess I'll say it now. Get over it. No, they could both die and never get to it. So why congratulate? Uh, we got to work for it, man. They got to stay alive for another four weeks. Four weeks. Wow. Yeah, they're bi-weekly, right? Mm, yep. They're super bi. Oh. So what was your date today like? Uh, just messing around. Mm, translation. Uh, got groceries. Uh, stopped at the value. Did some droning. Carted a little kid around with me all day. 
Right. She's she's a trooper though. She's game for it. She don't have a choice, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but most kids would just throw a temper tantrum and refuse to do any of that. But she just suffers along willingly. I'm sweating. I just got out of the shower. I'm all hot. That sounds like a productive day. Sort of. At least you weren't sitting on the couch playing Beat Saber. Oh, yeah, I got some Beat Saber oh, in yeah, earlier in the day to, comes for, my, for my exercise. For my exercise, I did some wow. Beat Saber. Yep. Let's not go for a walk or a bike ride. Let's play Beat Saber. I, I submit you burn more calories doing Beat Saber. I submit you do not. Uh, certainly, you Over are bike ride? drenched in sweat, so I had to shower as, after that. As in a bike ride. And no, that's all gliding. It's gliding. You're gliding up a hill. Yeah. You're gliding, gliding, you're gliding when you're doing sprints. If you know how to gear properly, uh, as I do, you'll be gliding. Most of the time you'll know how to work the Dude, system. I cannot picture you riding a bike. <laughs> I've definitely done more bike riding than you in the past. You have year. not. I was on the off-road yeah. team in high school. I said in this past year. I was on off-road team. When did you have time to do that when you weren't at a, a theater or a concert hall? Or at your friend's house playing as Turbo Graphics? That's, that was my cousin. And all that other stuff was on the weekends. Mm -hmm. I was on the trail team. <laughs> what kind of bike did you have? A trail bike. Mountain bike. What kind? CCM. CCM was it? Mm -hmm. That was garbage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Anything other you want to test me on? Like you would know if it was the truth or not? Well, where? Where would you be? Yeah, where? Durham Trails. I don't know these Durham trails, so I can't, uh, it's just, track Lake, track it's just north of Lake Ridge off of Goodwood there. Did you have to take a bus there? Yeah. Everyone put their bikes on the bus. Yeah. It wasn't a big team, dude. How many people were, you think were on the team? 30? I, I have no idea. There's like 10 of us. We didn't have a, a school trail bike team. How ludicrous is that? That's not ludicrous compared to what the kids have nowadays for clubs. Yeah, I love how anything I mention, you've already done it and uh, have been a captain of a team that has done it. I never said I was captain. I'm a soldier. I'm not a captain. I'm a hero. Anyways, I got to put a fan in front of me uh, when I start the Beat Saber and I got to get all naked down to my uh, boxing shorts and have at it. And then you're drenched in sweat and you got to jump in the shower afterwards. You can't tell me that that's not calorie firing. What? How do I get that visual out of my head? <laughs> yeah. Remember I've seen you in your skivvies. Well, yeah, you'll see it with the sweat and the fan blowing all the hairs. Damn. Uh-huh. Woo. Yeah, they got some new tracks on there. They they put three brand new free tracks, by the way. Free tracks, and uh, they are impossibly hard. 
They're not crazy tonight. Crazy. Nightmares. How do I, what topic is that? Beat. No. Saber. <laughs> sweat. I don't know. Don't ask me. Uh, Bill's beat saber routine. Better than biking. Mm. You want to know what I did all day today? <clears throat> Went to the gym at seven. Right after that, brought the dog to get his hair cut because he was a walking mop. Did a little bit of thrifting, scored nothing. And then picked up all my supplies because I have to, I was asked to insulate one of the basement stairs underneath of it that uh, touches the outside of the walls because it was still just a straight, uh, concrete foundation right so the room was a little bit cold so i literally did that from i want to say 10 30 till i just finished at 9 p.m tonight and i'm still not done had to lay a whole new floor in there you know those uh uh the two by two uh flooring you could buy that has um the rubber underneath of it that has the the uh, the wood raised off the ground. What's it called again? Um, you know, and you, it's yeah, interlocking. Prefab. Yeah, so you interlock it like tiles and stuff like that, right? It's supposed to keep the floor a bit warmer. Yeah, <coughs> I had to do an entire floor of that. That's it. That's costly. No, they're at five bucks a board. Oh, gee, that's costly. Rather than you just putting a few uh, boards down and raising your own subfloor. But this will keep the floor even warmer because it's elevated. Yeah, you would do the same thing if you uh, put poly down and then put your boards down on the floor with a frame and build a floor on top. Actually, of you shouldn't. You really shouldn't put the poly right on the ground. They don't recommend that anymore because if there's any moisture or flooding. And then I had to uh, only half of the wall, only one of, there's only two concrete walls that are exposed. One's framed, the other one's not framed. So I had to frame it. And then I had to, uh, bought two bags of that, uh, R22 insulation, put that up, then vapor barriered it. I'm still not done yet. Dude, oh. uh, are we're talking about under some stairs, like a closet size area, or are these the grand staircase? where an entire uh, giant room fits underneath. I'm not. No, it's one of the stairs that we use. There's a room under one of these stairs. Oh, that, that's, that's a storage one, room. One set of stairs. Cause we have multiple stairs down, down to the first floor. <laughs> Why <laughs> do I say anything? Is it, it that's besides the elevator, right? So. <sighs> so you're, you're flooring a closet or you're saying the stairs are so huge. It's a room. I don't get it. Well, it's a storage room where we put uh, all our what? Christmas decorations. Who cares what's happening in there? Well, it gets cold in there and then it comes out into the, um, into the basement, right? No. Why would it come out? Cause it, is it closed? Well, yeah. The cold air comes underneath the door then to the room. So for the cost of a $5, strip of rubber under the door 
you're working in. But then the room's always cold too, and then it also affects the room above that room. Who's who's crazy? Anyway, it affects the stairs. But that's what I did all day today for literally mm, nine hours of no gratitude from anybody. That's what I mean. You make up jobs for yourself. I was asked to do it. You make up jobs for yourself. And then you because know, it rained last night, I couldn't work outside in the backyard because the the garden and ground was all muddy. So today was an indoor chore. Wow. If someone says that to you, you say, um, that's because that's the cold room. So we're lucky enough to have a cold room. No, it's not a cold room. Yeah. I wish we had a cold room. See, you do. Or you did. I wish you made up this job. How can I spend more money today? I don't, I don't, I don't get what's going on. Is there someone at the hardware store you like talking to? Like, what is it? No. Wow. Making up jobs. I'm just making up jobs now. I'm exhausted. I was on my hands and knees all day. And these are all messed up. <laughs> Pretty sure I inhale the Bunsen insulation too. So. Hopefully that takes off a couple more years of my life. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'll make the wife happy. I'll be dead sooner and she'll be happy. So were the, you had to frame up the walls and put insulation in and then vapor barrier. And then you put poly on it. And you tape it all up. Um, well, I staple gunned it to the, to the two by fours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then you take the old tuck tape around all the holes and the seams. Yeah. All for a room no one sees. Isn't that how it is though? You do all, all the important work is for all the stuff that no one sees behind the walls. Well, I tell you when I was at the value, man, I, I normally just take a little cursory look at the CDs because I don't I don't really want to have to buy any CDs. I don't want to be tempted by them. But uh, someone dropped off the mother load. Like there was top shelf CDs happening there. I could have easily walked away with 50 CDs if I'd have been so inclined. I, I sent out a little picture on Twitter of just a snippet of the uh, selection there. Yeah, but 50 CDs at what? How much are they now? I don't know. Are they two ninety nine or one ninety nine? No, they're not one ninety nine. So two or, or they they could be five bucks each at this. Uh, I think they're. Who knows? I think it's two ninety nine. Let's see this picture. They're friggin' crooks. So I, I had to just all my uh, restraint and walk well, away. You from can uh, drop kick that Aerosmith Pandora's box set. It's a piece of shit. Why is that a piece of shit? So no one gives a shit. What? Why does greatest it? hits? Ooh, just a couple of Genesis. Yeah. Trick of the tail and selling England by the pound. I would have grabbed those. Uh, you would grab anything. I've yes. seen your going for the one. Yep. And yes, close to the yep. edge. Grab those two. Asia, grab that. Super <laughs> Tramp Crisis, grab that. Another Super Tramp. I was thinking the Zappa and the, the Pink Floyd, the Who, the Yes stuff. Like you don't There's just find peppers yes. there. Grab that Sergeant Peppers. Another Yes. Van Halen fifty one fifty. You could grab that. Cars. Grab that. Hendrix. Grab that. Razor's Edge. I already got that. 
Ramones, grab that. Van Morrison, Moondance, grab that. Sticks, Greatest Hits, grab that. Pink Floyd, The Wall, Double, grab that. ACDC, High Voltage, but it's the paper copy, so you can chuck that. Holy crap. Yeah, it was please, please, please me. Another yeah, like Floyd the Wall double. The Capitol Beatles records were there. It was crazy. Another yes one. Bob Cougar, Alice Cooper, schools out. White Bob, stripes. Bob Cougar. What? I said Bob Seeger. You said Bob Cougar. Alice, <laughs> I said Bob Seeger, Alice Cooper. Bob Another Cougar, watermelon. Floyd. Another Beatles. What the hell, man? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the good shit. And guaranteed, that's all gone now, too. Because those freaking uh, scumbags go by there and pick that shit up. Well, you know. I did grab some music DVDs, though, because I find those are even harder to come across uh, or to download, like Zappa DVDs and... There's clapped in there. Uh, Zappa plays Zappa as Dweezil's band. A uh, double uh, DVD set. Yeah, some of that stuff is pretty good if you <clears throat> if you ever throw it on the TV and then put it on in the background. You get the video playing and the music. Well, especially the vintage stuff. Well, dude, like what? On the DVD, right? It's it's been mixed up to five point one, so you get you get a pure surround experience. Some of them are done extremely well. So, uh, what is the shelf display you put out? Yeah, I've been oh tinkering with that. God, what a last couple days. Or... Oh, this. Oh. Are you trying to impress with oh. that shit? Oh. If I did that, you would be going crazy. Okay, okay, you go crazy over. A vein. If I did a shelf picture like this, you would be going bonkers. <laughs> a vein. <laughs> yeah, vein. You don't see me uh, pulling a Mister Olympia Olympia in my in the frame. Now that that would be you. And look at my I reflection in the Mr. Olympia. I was holding up a bunch of PS One cases, dude. Anyone that feels the need to do a hundred push-ups before pushing record on his YouTube video. You know, that's not me. That is you. That's the only way you could have acquired that pump for that thumbnail to have veins popping out on a bicep. Uh, I'm getting veiny because of my new routine and my new diet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. You want to talk about cooking the books on the diet? Hey, you're out of this thing. You're out. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm I'm a magistrate of that diet. I've been, I've been, uh, you don't know how frustrating it is not having snacks at nighttime or anything else like that. There's like, we got all the shit in the cupboards and on the counter and it's all going to go in the garbage cause I'm not eating it. Yeah, I know. I do know. Cause that's what uh, I go through. So I get hungry and what do I have? A couple slices of cantaloupe. No, you, d- you don't snack. That's delicious. Just don't snack. I need to have something juicy in my mouth. You got to have a glass of water or something. You got to tell your brain you're done with snacking. But I've been very proud of myself. Yeah, for cheating. There's no cheating and you're out. 
having three beers a night is I'm having one beer right now. Minimum. And yeah. you you made I never said the beer was a condition. You might as well be chewing no, on no. a turkey leg right no, now. No, no. Yeah. And turkey's good for you, by the way. Okay. You might as well be chewing on uh I don't know what. A big Snickers bar. I told you exactly is. what I was cutting out. Name you know, a diet had, that says you can have alcohol. I'm not on a diet. I said I was eliminating garbage from my from my eating habits. Namely, again, said, let's go over it again. Ten minutes ago. Everybody forgets. You're on a diet. I never, I'm cutting out all fast food. First thing on your list was sugar, if you want to go back. I'm cutting out pop. And I said sugar from the fast foods and the garbage and the chips and the chocolates. No, you didn't. You said, I'm cutting out sugar. From what <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Is there anything I've you been, don't cook the books on? Seriously. I've been very good. I haven't had chocolates. haven't had any chips. haven't had ice cream. haven't had any fast food. Haven't had any pop. Barely had any bread. This is ridiculous. And I got uh, another, I, like exactly another 30 days to go. I picked you up a sub the other day. Yeah. That's lunch. That's not fast food? No, a sub is not fast food because I had a turkey sub. Yeah, with the uh, mayonnaise and no mayonnaise on it. Sauce, mustard, cheese. no sauce, cheese. Yes, of course. Cheese is good. By the way, don't put mustard on turkey. That's the only thing you're supposed to put on turkey is mustard. No mayonnaise goes. No on. mayonnaise is pure fat. Yeah, but that's what goes on it. Mustard doesn't. Mustard is not for fowl. How many times I got to tell you that? It gives it a nice tangy taste. You know what I had last night and tonight was um, I told the wife to make me up some cauliflower. <clears throat> so she cut it into small pieces, put uh, drizzled oil on top of it, salt, pepper, and uh, some garlic on top of it. Put it in the oven and roast it nicely. It's delicious, man. The white broccoli. Hmm. <laughs> Or some people call it cauliflower. You should try that sometime. It's actually really tasty. Oh, I've always hated cauliflower, uh, cooked especially, so I don't know. No, no, you mean boiled, right? I guess. This is in the oven. So it's, it's like a roasted cauliflower, lightly roasted. <sighs> Why couldn't you do that yourself? Because I told her to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was busy doing manly things around the house. Making up your jobs, yeah. Uh, so what's the matter with my shelves? I thought I did a good job. I even tinkered more with them. No. It, uh, I had to get that reel-to-reel -reel in there. That's fine. There's too much. <clears throat> There's too much on the shelves. Your shelves are rammed. Don't worry, don't worry about my shelves. I'm not put, I'm not tweeting them out in pictures on Twitter. Oh no. Hmm. Uh, who poses in front of the in front of these shelves for his uh, flex videos? Hmm. Hmm? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. There's too much on your shelves. No, there isn't. There's too much. I don't Dude, one shelf has a row of airplanes on it. Oh, yeah. I love my In front of a red Wii controller and nunchuck and a blue Nintendo DS and a clear see-through Game Boy. And then those are in front of a row of Wii games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too much. Less oh. is more. Mm, no, I like it. I like lots to look at. And your records, I would move that top row of records on the left to where the PS3 games are and then put the PS3 up. That They were on the bottom. The whole bottom was records. I've moved them all up because I didn't like uh, the shelves that are above the bottom. Those are fixed height shelves. And I, oh. I, never, I never liked the huge gap that was there. So that's why I moved those up. And uh, plus, that was the only space that would fit the reel to reel on the bottom. And then, since I was able to move them up, I could adjust the shelf height on the uh, on the rest of the shelves to make the uh, albums fit in there perfect. There's thought behind it all. The reel to reel couldn't go on the shelf above it. No, nope, didn't fit. That's where I first tried it. How come I've never seen this shelf before? Where's this in the basement? Yeah, you've never uh, been invited cared. into your basement. You've never cared to see the basement. No, you've never invited me. I don't invite myself. <laughs> it's, too, it's too much. Well, it'll have to do. I've actually freed up some space, so uh, there's room for the record collection to grow. I've actually changed it since that picture was taken. I've uh, I had to pull all the VHS and uh, DVDs out of there. And give them their own rack, which I was shocked I had room to put a rack somewhere. So I got room. I got room for some more records. Oh, I'm going horizontal for a second here. My back is sore. <sighs> Bill. Let me write this down. Bill shelf two yeah. full. It's exciting. According to you. Oh, oh, you know what I got back into is have all your stuff faced up to the front of the shelves and then hide all your other shit in behind. Yes. Well, no, I have to. Otherwise my wife goes crazy. I actually meant to declutter today, but, um, well, I got preoccupied with that project. You can't tell me I have too much when I'm looking at the top of your shelf and you've got four feet worth of boxes piled on top of each other at the top. Yeah. And it doesn't look good. I'm the first to admit it. I just don't have room for anything else. I hate the way my shelves look, man. It's disgusting. <laughs> That's why I wanted to declutter. I think the first thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to cut my Intellivision collection down just to the Canadian uh, copies. I don't need Canadian and American versions of the same game. No, you don't. <laughs> so that'll free up a uh, half a shelf. And then I can get some of the games that are behind my stereo system on back onto a shelf again. 
but I tried, uh, you know how I'd started, um, uh, what's it called? Wolfenstein, the, is it the new order that I tried or? Yeah. Just, just a second. First thing, if you got a 86, the twilight books, seriously, there's only four of them, dude. Yeah. They're part they're of my, that. they're on my vampire shelf. <laughs> <laughs> that's my vampire collection shelf. I shouldn't have laughed over that drop. Cause that's a classic drop right there. Oh God. 86, the twilight they're out that you, there's no need for four of them. And I know you have another four somewhere. No, else. I only have four of that one. The end rice. I've got doubles of. Okay. So I finally got you to try the new wolfenstein saga starting with the new order which i played through and loved mm, yeah new order and so i did like it starts off and i don't know if you remember but your guy is uh it's sort of like uh saving private ryan you're you're on a you're trying to uh breach this beach and then make your way inland into uh enemy base territory. Right. You know, sort of like uh, the start of saving private Ryan. Mm-hmm. So as usual, I get motion sickness when I play these games for too long. So I did like a half an hour and I was starting to feel a little queasy again. So I stop, and then the next day at work, I complain to you about it saying, I don't know if I'm going to bother continuing on. And then last night, I no two nights ago I put uh probably at least another good hour and a half into it. And what what um sort of turned me on it was for the for the better was so you're doing this whole beach thing and you're climbing up these cliffs and you know killing the enemies as you're going through their cliffside base. And you get knocked out or knocked unconscious and uh, taken to this uh, medical facility mm-hmm. where you're sort of like in a, uh, not a comatose state, but you're like a mute. You just sort of sit there because you've got this metal inside your brain from this accident, from this explosion. And um, so you're seeing all these scenes unfold in front of you while you're sitting there, not moving, not talking. Everyone's taking care of you, feeding you. You see enemy Nazis come in and out, take, uh, uh, take, uh, patients from this mental hospital, uh, to be used for experiments. And the doctors are fighting them and complaining to them. And I, I just liked how they did this transition and it sort of surprised me where all this time has passed. Like, it's like, like you see seasons go by mm-hmm. while you're yeah. sitting there. And that, com- that completely took me by surprise. Cause that's never happened before in a Wolfenstein game that I played. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to push through with this one. I really, uh, I'm starting to get into a bit more. Like he was basically in the hospital for the war. Yeah. So now it's like how much time has passed. You don't know. Obviously the Nazis are still there, but you'd have no idea what life is like on the outside and whether or not Nazis have 
progress further than what they were before you before you were injured. And um, I like this. It's a neat twist. So I'm going to, it's got me hooked for a bit longer, I think. Did you gain your senses in the hospital yet? And like- yeah, I'm still in the hospital. I've because there, the last thing that happened was the Nazis were closing down the hospital. And of course the doctor is like trying to fight them off, like tell them no, no. So, um, because he put his hands on them, they shot him. And then they immediately went around shooting everyone in the head in that room and subsequently killing everybody supposedly in this whole hospital. So when they come for you, suddenly you've, it's like, you've always had the ability to move, but you grab this knife or this, uh, scalpel on the uh, counter beside you. And when they come up to you to shoot you in the head, you quickly jump up and uh, slit the guy's throat open. So I grab his gun and now I'm going through the hospital trying to find my way out. Yeah. That gets hairy. That's good, man. I'm glad it hooked you. Yeah. It was a neat little twist. I mean, I'm trying not to play too much because back in the day with all these first person shooters, I'd put so many hours into it. Oh, here we go. I, I think that's probably what caused, you know, that motion sickness feeling. So yeah. Okay. I'm trying not to do so much. <laughs> Maniac. No, you're saying it was just another call of duty game or whatever. That's not well, first person shooter style, right? Yeah. It's good times. We'll give it a go. Good. Well, glad to hear. You actually didn't quit something immediately and make up an excuse. Well, you did try and then you got back on the horse. <sighs> right? Yeah. Hello? Okay. I'm Is, ready, that dude. Is that all you're talking about? Well, you know, uh, did you listen to the latest Cartridge Club game, uh, game of the month? CC Prime? The um, one? No, no, because I haven't played the game yet. So. Oh, the, oh, I haven't played it either, but I listened to it today while I was working. Did you know that I was on that podcast? Well, you get talked about on all podcasts, so I don't get this. It's not surprising. No, no, no. I mean, no, no one was talking about me, but they kept saying my name a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Not in reference to me, though. Whoa. You said, do you know what I'm talking about? I can imagine, but you said that was verboten that you were the only, you were the only one. It was really weird. Every sauce kept calling musty Joe, even at the start. And my co-host Joe. What? Yeah. I'm like, what? This is unacceptable. Wow. Disrespect. (laughs) Shit. It was so weird. They kept calling him Joe like every, every, uh, now and then. What do you think? Probably, probably more for like the first half of the podcast and then they stopped. So I wonder, uh, I, I don't think they should. Are you going to have words with them? Maybe. No, I just, I think Musty's got a cool, uh, moniker to go by. So just go by that. Are you going to send someone over there to straighten them out? Straighten sauce out. Yeah. 
No, I just, um, it was just weird. I, I, I found it weird. I'm so used to him just being musty. What do you prefer? For musty? Musty. Yeah, yeah musty. What am I going to call Haji Chris? Yeah, it's that's weird. Crazy. That's weird, right? It's crazy. <laughs> so I'm putting it forward now. Uh, from now on, musty shall only be known as musty. I, yeah, I think you have put that forward in the past. Um, now you have to enforce it, unfortunately. Physically enforce it. Mm -hmm. hmm. That could be a challenge. I, you know, that'd be a good match. I'd watch that. What are you uh, talking Joe, about? Joe versus Joe. Oh, please. Yeah. Like, I'd have a chance. Uh, well, we, we, uh, slather you guys both up in heavy lubrication. Have a big, uh, KY wrestling fest. That might be the only way I, I could avoid being crushed by Musty. <laughs> He's like twice the size of me. Uh, by the way, Musty says uh, onto your diet thing that you should try the, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the special diet, the, uh, um, the whole 30 diet. What? I don't even know what that is. I saw, I saw his 30 diet. I remember that tweet and then I lost it. That's where you, uh. You cut out all sugar, all alcohol, all grains. Um, but yeah, you but I'm not on a diet. I'm just trying to. Well, if you're trying to, and I'm then trying to cut out. No, I'm just trying to cut out bad stuff. I'm not trying to drop weight. Yeah, I'm so trying to gain weight. Beer is bad stuff. No, I have one beer a night. So. Uh, <laughs> Cut it out. You don't need it. That's a snack, dude. Any way you look at it. If you don't want a snack at night, don't have a beer. So you got to cut out dairy. You got to cut out grains, cut out alcohol and legumes and added sugar, uh, junk food. But you can eat uh, vegetables, fruits, uh, any kind of meats, seafoods, eggs, nuts, and seeds. Oils you can have. Yeah, coffee. Essentially, that's what I'm doing right now. No, no, no. Yeah, we're on, like me too. I'm on the road to that, but I'm certainly not going to cut out dairy and grains. I can't cut out bread. Holy crap. Well, bread, I'm trimming down. Um, I'm really trimming down on bread. So why don't you try this? The whole point of it is you do it for 30 days. And uh, it takes all the uh, all the bad food out of your diet for you and uh straightens you up man for 30 days see what works for you and uh derek i think put out a uh because your buddy joe rogan was going on about it if he doesn't have the, the big bread you know all the buns in his supper or whatever he doesn't have to have a nap afterwards because he's not crashing from all the sugars from the bread yeah I don't like cutting out milk. I think I like milk. I think milk's good for you. And the alcohol, man, I just have 
What? Why? I have one so beer, difficult? man. And sometimes I don't even have one beer. I have nothing. Who sounds like an addict right now? <laughs> Dude, some <coughs> one beer a night and sometimes no beers a night is not an addict. Well, you're fighting for it pretty hard. Let go for a month is all we're saying. <sighs> Added sugar. See, I've cut the sugar out, so that's all good. No, <laughs> you have not. Junk food. Cut all the junk food out. Vegetables, fruits, unprocessed meats. Sausage is okay. Hmm. Well, that's when I have dinner tomorrow. Or lunch tomorrow. Uh, do you got enough for me? I... I only have uh, two and a half pieces of sausage. Mm. They're, they're small ones. But I was at my parents today, and they bought this five-pack of sausages that are like, each one's like as big as my ding-dong when it's hard. It's <laughs> big, like longer than your hand. <laughs> and they're like a buck fifty each. They come in a package of five. Mm. And I think she says she got them from Farm Boy. No, no, uh, Superstore. So they look really good, man. I might try one of those. If they're that cheap, uh, like that'd be enough for like you and me for one meal. Well, they must have shrunk when you cooked them up. No, no, the ones I cooked up were Farm Boys, so they were smaller already. This was these were the ones I saw at my parents this morning. And before they were cooked up, like they're massive, dude. So, um, maybe one day you and I can try them. We'll buy a pack and split it, cook it up. I think it's enough for both of us for one meal. That's the thing with this diet here. This got eggs. You can eat eggs like crazy. They said eggs will be your new best friend, but you know, for Ike. I cannot have eggs without toast. It's just an impossibility. No, do the way I do it. I, I'll have eggs two ways. I'll either hard boil them. That's disgusting. If I'm in a rush and then you cut them in half and then you sprinkle salt and pepper on them and they're delicious. Or, I can't. It's disgusting. Or I do them um, soft boiled where you dip the bread in it. Yeah. So I'll do three eggs, but then I'll limit myself to two slices of bread. Yeah, I love that. But you need the you need toast. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This diet is you can't have grains, you can't have toast. Yeah. Or I, you know, there's the put it in. Yeah, a but it's everything in moderation, then, that's man. Then you just if you have two slices of bread with those dipped eggs, then you don't have bread for the next couple of days. Whatever. <laughs> for the next couple of days. No, if you're following this thing, you got to cut it out. Yeah, I'm not following that thing. I'm just following my thing. Well, some people think maybe you should just follow something so that way you can't. I am. I, I, oh. I set the guidelines to what I was going to do. And you're I've been feeling, I've been feeling better, man. I haven't had any craving. Well, I've, <laughs> I've had a couple cravings for uh, a Coke, but I immediately kicked that to the curb. Yeah. Cause you have a beer. Real tough. No, Real a beer is at nighttime. A Coke is during the daytime and like a hot day. Oh. You got a nice tall a glass ice. filled with ice. And then you pour the Coke in there. Oh, now I want one because you got me talking about it. Yeah. And instead you go, oh, well, I'll just have a beer or two. 
Like, no, I say I have one beer a day, dude. I can't, I don't, I limit myself. That's balls. The you beer is a treat. That. Yeah, okay. You didn't have beer today while you were working? No, I didn't. You makeup. know what I had? A can of um, carbonated spring water. Very good. By the way, yeah, doing this, and I know you have the uh, the fizzy making machine. That's your best friend. Make all the carbonated water you want. Yeah, I don't use that anymore. That's what you should be doing. Get the beer out and have that instead. I'd rather have like a nice tall glass of milk. Oh, I'm so thirsty now. <sighs> hmm. I got to go buy some nuts at Bulkburn. I want some nuts in my mouth. Why? To snack, you mean? Yeah. That's snacking. No, almonds are okay. You're snacking. They're almonds. It's good for you. I'm not eating salted peanuts or anything like that. The goal was that you don't eat all day. That's what you said. Yeah, but now I'm not eating enough. For what? To put weight on, dude. I'm not trying to lose weight. Oh my I'm God. not trying to lose mind. weight. That's why this isn't a diet. I'm just eliminating garbage that I've been eating. That's when, that's why everyone doesn't understand what's going on. Because you open this whole thing with how you couldn't see past your gut. Yeah. From all the Cokes and fast food I've been having for a while. Couldn't see my ding dong. Unless I flexed. Oh, it's hard keeping up with you. Let me tell you. It's hard keeping up with you. Why you fight me on everything when instead just go, yeah, that makes sense. No, I hold you to the truth. Imagine. I'm the only guy brave enough to hold you to the truth. Oh, I'm on uh, almost done season three of the office. Loving it. The uh, Scranton branch was about to be closed. Instead, they closed down. Yeah, we all know what happened. The main branch or we something. All watched it. And then Jim gets transferred back to uh, the Scranton branch along with the other girl. And then uh, uh, the guy from uh, Hangover. You mean the guy from The Daily Show? Yep. Both, both, both of those guys. Uh, I've been getting through the last, this, uh, the last season here of, uh, stranger things. I can't remember. It's horrible. You gave it a thumbs down. Yeah. And those, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything else. No, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the problem is you're holding it to a, to, uh, a yardstick, which is not fair. I think it, it made its own yardstick in general terms. It's not for you. This is, this it is, is totally for me. I love number one and number two was almost as good. This is, I mean, uh, this one is just like, what are we doing here, guys? Let's get right down to it. It is, it is for the, the target audience is that of its main stars. Okay. Young, young teens. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, an on-screen version of Scooby-Doo. It is, uh, like the three detectives novels that we used to read back in the day. Um, 
it, it, it's for kids, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to hold a different. Yard. Why didn't the Why did the first two still appeal? So nothing, they had, nothing was different with the first two, except the stories were better. Well, it, it was and there was less stupidity. It, there was less stupidity in them. It was this always one was a complete freaking joke. With yes, the, because with, uh, uh, the kid came back from camp, and uh, we're not spoiling anything. We're just, I'm just saying, um, I'm just uh, the same with the first season and the second season, uh, everything would have been solved or things would have been less problematic if they would have, you know, told their parents immediately kind of thing. And the same is said for this, uh, but it's, it's a kid's adventure. So you're seeing it through the eyes of the kids. And you want to see the kids do the adventure themselves. You want to see the kids go try and solve the crime on their own, not try and just call up the FBI. Cause I'd be like, well, I'm calling the FBI right now. Nope. They're going themselves. And uh, the FBI wouldn't believe them. It's a kid. Well, that's, that's the Scooby-Doo factor. Yeah. That's Listen, part of the adventure. Did you like yeah. the first one? <clears throat> yeah. I liked all of them. Did you like the second one? Yeah, of course. And do you like the third one just as much as you like the first two? I, there uh, is no, no yes or no. It's the third one, but I'm going to, I'm going to, they've, no, they've it's a yes rules. or no answer. This is a, this is a Twitter question. They've given me the rules and this is a Twitter question from buried on Mars that he put <laughs> out on Twitter because he wants attention. Yes or no is the third Stranger Things better than or as good as the first two? Yes no, or no? No, because okay, that's it. it. No, there's no because. You can't type However, in follow up questions to this. That's <laughs> it. We're done. No, ninety six percent agree that number three is crappier than the first two. It's a kids' adventure, which I am following along with. Okay, I have to suspend my belief that these uh, outrageous things are possible, which we had to do in the first. Um, in the first series now it's even crazier this time because they have to up the ante every time, unfortunately. And I know that's what has probably thrown you off that you've lost the scope no. of this being, I can't get into all the details that I don't like because I don't want to spoil it for people. That's fine. So we can't, we can't argue about this. No, I'm just this saying is not as good as the first two. It's a kid's There's adventure. It's not as good as the first two. We both agreed. It's Scooby-Doo. Did you it's read? Not the, as good as the first two. We both read, agreed. Do you remember the three, the three detectives? Or is no, that? I, never, I read Hardy Boys. Man, who's the three detectives? Uh, it's probably my favorite novel as a kid, and it was written by uh, Alfred Hitchcock, or they said it was. And, uh, it was about these, you know, three kids who form their own detective agency kind of thing as like, there's a smart one and then there's a goofy one and there's like a lady killer kid. And I think the smart one, he lived, uh, his parents owned like a junkyard or something. Right. And in the back of this huge junkyard underneath this giant pile of cars and stuff, he had a, uh, like an RV underneath this giant pile of cars. That was their secret clubhouse. Oh, this is sounding familiar now for some reason. 
So that was their secret meeting house that no one knew existed. They had a secret tunnel to get to it. And somehow they got hired or something to check out this haunted house. And so then it became like a Scooby-Doo thing. What was, what was this called? The Three Detectives? Yeah, The Three Detectives. That's the subtitle. I don't remember what the real title is. This sounds... They did have a series of novels, but the this first one was by Hitchcock. So that was the big one. Then they had a Choose Your Own Adventure series with American Juvenile Detective Book Series, first published as Alfred Hitchcock and the Three Investigators. It was created yeah. by Robert Arthur Jr., who believed involving a famous person such as movie director Hitchcock would attract attention. Mm -hmm. I remember now that you mentioned something about a hidden RV. Yeah, I did read these at, at one point. <laughs> of course. Well, you're well, no, it, it's because I remember having some books now that, that you mentioned it were, where Alfred Hitchcock's name was at the top. Yeah, they were, I, they were kids' books. They weren't out, like out, actual Hitchcock books. I think it was just that first one had his name attached. I don't know if he wrote the outline or what his involvement was, but man, I loved that thing. It was so awesome. They spend the night in this haunted house and try and figure out this, you know, what's really causing the ghosts. And I haven't seen a copy of that book in years. It was originally published in '64, so it's been around for a while. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock and the three investigators in the mystery of the stuttering parrot. That one I do remember. Mm. Hmm. Just, that concept of them having this secret uh, clubhouse under the junkyard. So cool. Yeah, I remember that part now. What, what was the ha uh, haunted house one called? Um, I'm sure there was a haunted house one. Hmm. Uh, there's the mystery of the whispering mummy. Mystery of the vanishing treasure. The secret of skeleton Island. Hmm. I don't know what it was. Then. Hmm. That was going back though, man. That yeah. was, that was going back. That's when, uh, before Stephen King books, you know, that was, was really young reading that. I loved it. All right, dude. It's time to wrap this bad boy up. So that's what I'm saying. You need to watch them with the idea of a dude, kid's adventure through the I'm eyes a, of the kids. I'm a big kid. I get it. I'm just saying. It's not as good as the first two. It's not as good as the second, and it's certainly not as good as the first. Okay, so is that it? Is that all we got to say? Did you do it? Are you happy with this? I think so. We're by fast. Ooh, oh, by the way, this guy here that you're looking at, I will be appearing. I think I might've been fired. I'm not sure. Cause I've been arguing with the Fandango boys about their, their, their 
comedy commentary and they are out to lunch on so many things. It's just is driving me crazy. They will complain about a certain concept in a comedy. And then within the same breath, they'll mention another movie, how great it is, even though it uses the same concept drives me insane, but I will appear with those gentlemen on uh, the next retro film dango, where we discuss Mel Brooks films. One of my favorite comedic filmmakers, Mel Brooks. Uh, we're looking at um, Young Frankenstein, which I watched this past weekend again. And we're talking about Blazing Saddles, which I just watched last night. And Spaceballs, which I'm having a little trouble finding a copy of that. So still looking for that one. Um, Because that's not my favorite Mel Brooks film, Spaceballs. There's the headline. Guys, let's go check out other stuff. Anyways, uh, look for me over at the Retro Fandango channel for that at some point in the future. That's my plug for them. You got nothing to say? Looking forward right. to it? I'm sure a lot of people are going to be looking forward to listening to that. You saw me watching Young Frankenstein. Oh, I saw you. I, uh, I'm sure. Did you say you did record it yet or you haven't? No, haven't. Okay. Uh, so I'm sure it'll be a great show. Here's a spoiler for you. There's Everybody no way. There's no way I'm not going to not like these movies again. You know how some movies you watch them over again. Yeah, it didn't hold up. There's no way that's happening. Dude, spoiler. I've seen each of them like 10 times. So who I'm sure, I'm sure it's safe. You have, or I have, you have, Oh, I have, I've seen them once. That's enough at the theater. No, I know I saw blazing saddles. Uh, I saw that in college. For one of my English classes, but, and then, um, yeah, the other ones I saw as rentals. All right. Good times. All right, All right brother. Thanks for hanging out. Hey man, I'll see you tomorrow. And I'll see the audience next week for the quarter millionth episode of STC pod. Thanks everybody. And, uh, we'll check you out next time. Post and post it.